0: We're holding in the middle of the parak. We spoke last week about the story of Mechiris Yasef, of selling Yasef. And then we spoke about the, the cherem, the, the, the ban on communicating about the sale of Yasef to Yaakov We spoke about the idea of the cherem, that they needed 10 people, and Hashem was Mitzvah with them, etc. Now the menish is going to speak about, uh, uh, we also spoke about how they knew the Hashem agreed with different pshatim now we're going to speak about the, ter, the idea of Cherem in general And then the Meddash is going to give four examples of different stories of Tanakh That have to do with Cherem Be'ezar Hashem, we will get through hopefully two of those stories tonight Says the Meddash, B'Kiva says, "Ha says, he Hi HaShvua is a Shvua Ushvohi a cherim And shvohi is a the, the two terms can be used interchangeably Like we're going to see later on tonight That the term cherim and the term shvoh Can be used inter- interchangeably And like we spoke about last week That is fits in the same category As a, a nether, a shbua, a cherim Those are different things that a person Can create a halachic reality Based on his words You can create a new iser Anyone who nullifies a cherem, anyone who doesn't keep to a cherem, he breaks the cherem. it's as if he's breaking a cherim. Anyone who knows about a matter and he doesn't speak about it, then a cherem comes upon him and destroys him and his trees and his stones and brings the Apostle in Zachariah. I'm not sure exactly what this is talking about What does it mean that you know about it And you didn't say about it What's it talking about? It could be I don't know It could be that the, 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 the manager is talking about There's something called the Shvua edus That sometimes you can, you can Obligate a person to make a, take an oath To make a Shvua That he doesn't know anything And doesn't have any testimony to give about a certain case you can, you, know, like you can sort of subpoena him to, 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 if he doesn't have anything to say about the case, they, at least he's going to make a sure that he doesn't have anything to say about it. So maybe that's what it means, that if you know about something and you don't say that a cherem comes upon you, I'm not sure exactly what, what, what it means over here. But, we, 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 I mentioned last week that the Ramban has a country about cherem called Mishpitei Cherem, which is printed in the back of Bissechus Ksubus, the Ramban on Bissechus Ksubus, so the Ramban, when he brings down this Medrash, really when he brings down the Medrash that we spoke about last week, about the cherem that Yosef's brothers imposed, about t- telling about of Yosef, so when he brings that the earlier part of this Medrash, so he, he brings as the last line, this line from Rebekiva. As if this line is part of the story of Mechiyos Yosef. And the Ramban doesn't really explain like what does that have to do with Bikir Yosef. The way I read it, well, I started this week from Rebbe Kiva because because the Pasha Pshat seems like this is like sort of a new or a general idea that doesn't have to do with what we were talking about before. But it's mashma from the Ramban that this is a continuation. So what's the Pshat? So the Marik in the Chuva Marik in Cherish sh- sh- Lamed Zayin that we mentioned last week from the Marik. So the Marik wants to say a Pshat based on the, on the Ramban based on what, he was, what we said from the Marik last week we said from the Marik last week that how did the brothers know that Hashem agreed to the cherim that they made about telling Yaakov Vino about Bechir to Yosef the so says because the reason that the reason why Yosef was told to Mitzrayim is because it's oinish for Yaakov you know, that Yaakov you know, left his father for 22 years so Yosef will leave his father for 22 years that's what the Marik said so, that, so later in that article, the Marek is bothered by a question he Says, "But I don't understand so, But Yitzhak Avinu knew that Yisuf was sold Yitzhak Avinu knew that he was around So he obviously reason, also knew, realized that there was some sort of inish that was happening in Tiyakov That he was being punished for leaving his father for 22 years or whatever So why couldn't Yitzhak just daven that through his tefillah He could nullify that decree that Yisuf was supposed to be sold Right? That's the Marik's kasha. So the Marik answers that no. Tefillah couldn't have helped in this situation. Because the, the, the Gemara in the Messiah is the Rosh Hashanah Daph Yiches. The Gemara says that, Kol gzardin shiyeh shimeh shvua eina betela afilu betzibur. If you have, if Hashem makes a decree, a, a punishment that's supposed to befall people or a person, layelinum. And Hashem says that punishment with a shvua, so there's no way to take away that punishment, even if it's something that's re- relevant to the public in general. Even if you daven as much as you can, they can never get rid of this. Sh- they can never get rid of that punishment, because it was said it was a punishment that was given with a shvuah. Like we find by Moshe Rabbeinu, like in last week's parsha, that Moshe, Hashem said, I swear, I swear that Moshe Rabbeinu, you're not going to go in there and Eretz There was no way for Moshe Rabbeinu to be mivatul. Thus, Hashem, prayed 500 tefilas to get rid of it, and it didn't work. Cause cause, 'Cause cause cause no Hashem said I give a shvuah that's not gonna happen, that's your it's a shvuah. that's it, there's nothing to do. So the says that, that because over here the brothers made a khirim that they're not gonna tell Yaakovinu you know, about it and 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 a khirim is like a shvuah. so it's as if Hashem made a shvuah that this is the Matthias that Yaqovina is never gonna find out about it, so therefore there was no way for Yesuakovina to pray to get rid of it. That's a Kiddush from the Marek. So he understands that that's what he is trying to answer. A a he's trying to tell you that cherem is like a Shavuah, that just like a Shavuah, if Hashem gives a punishment and there's a Shavuah, there's no way to be a punishment, so too if Hashem gives a punishment and there's a cherem about it, there's no way to be the punishment. Okay, it's a very difficult shot. But there's a, lot, a few questions. Yeah, because I don't know. What, Marek couldn't do Tshuva? They tried. Okay, so now we're going to go through different stories in Tanakh. The introduction will hopefully get through two stories in Tanakh um, about Cherem. The first story is the story of Yeshua Ben Nun. Right, we all know that after Meshi Benu died, so he was taken over by Yeshua Ben Nun. say for Yeshua, right? he was the, he was the leader of Klai Yisrael, and he led them. To, he led the Jews across the Jordan into Eretz Yisrael. And the first battle that the Jews fought when they came into Israel was over the city of Yericho. They went to conquer Yericho, or in the turret it's called Yericho, but in Sefer in, in it's called Yericho. Right? so they went to conquer Yericho. So before they conquered Yericho, so decided Yeshua decided, or Hashem maybe it could be Hashem told them that you should this is what you should do that since Yericho is the first city. That they're going to conquer it Yisrael Israel. So, when you begin a mitzvah, you want to do the beginning of the mitzvah in the most holy way, in the most kaddishthic way. Just like they say that, um, I think it's a Pnei Yishua Mitzvah Shabbos They ask the Kasha, that, by, by, by the story of Hanukkah, right? So, when the Kashmirnaim came and they re, rededicated the Beis HaMikdash, so they were looking for pure olive oil. The Shemin Zayi was that was Torah, it was ritually pure, right? And they couldn't find it because the because the Greeks had already had, had uh, Im- rendered impure all the all of all the oil, right? So they were looking for a Torah and then they found one and it was an ace the it lasted seven days or so. So the kasha all the all the asked,
1: what
0: do you mean? Tuma you're allowed to use tuma if everyone is tameh and there's nothing else around, so you're allowed to use tuma. So what's the problem? So I think it's the Panayi Show that says this, but maybe not. One of them, maybe it's his I don't remember. They says that because this was the beginning, it was a rededication, it was the beginning of a new start of the re rededicating the base of English. so they wanted to start it off in the most Kaddish way, in the most optimal way. And the optimal way is that you have to use Torah Shemen, so they wanted to the do Torah Shemen. So the same thing you be, right? y- Yirichal, they wanted to start off the conquering of Red Soul with the most Kaddish, most Torah way, so they decided that this, all the spoils of Yericho are going to be cherem la Hashem. They're going to be a certain level of kedusha. It's going to be cherem. It's going to go straight to Hashem or straight to the kohenim, whatever exactly it means. And no one is going to be allowed to get any benefit from it. And that's the way it's going to be. Cherem la Hashem.
1: Cherem means three things. Yeah. Ashvuah. Okay. okay.
0: Dedication to the temple, a dedication to the temple, and a destruction, and the
1: destruction,
0: okay. So, in parish, yeah, yeah, and
1: using the word,
0: it's it's true, but the, the, the MS is that the first two things are really one
1: because uh, why? What, what's the connection? If you make a harem on. on on food, yeah. how is that no get to
0: the temple? Because, it's personal. Because every nether, I mean, you have ever learned the Nidarm? No. Okay, so there are Rishenim that say that the way a nether works is that um, I'm transferring, every nether is kilo, I'm transferring the Iser Hana, that you're not allowed to get Hana from something that belongs to Hektish or that's Kaddish, onto this object. So if I want to say I'm not going to get Hana from this remote control, Right? So I said that this remote control is the Russian that usually is kainam. Kainam means it's, it's like hectish. It's not literally like hektish because it's a piece of you know. You know it's, I'm not going to give them money to this to, to make dish or bring another mizbeches. So it's not really hektish It means it's just like hectish, I'm not allowed to get benefit from it. So this remote control, I'm not allowed to get benefit from it. So every nether, in a way, it's called hatpasal. You're you're grabbing onto the you're grabbing onto this object from the status of Kedushal. So it's a, sort of the same idea. And then kharma also means complete and utter destruction, yes. And the Ramban, in the end of Parshas of and Mishmitei Cherem differentiates between something called a Cherem of Mamun, a monetary Cherem, which is something that goes to the Kihanim. And then there's something else called a Cherem that's a... Uh, let's call it a I don't know political cherem, a policy, yeah. That the Sanhedrin or a king has the right or has the halakhic ability to create a cherem. It says in the pasuk, Any cherem which was cheremified by man shall not be redeemed. it He shall surely die. What does that mean? So the Shah, they say is because if you if, if, if you're saying like a person who's about to be killed with capital punishment, if he wants to say that a alai, so because he's about to be killed, he doesn't have any value. So therefore, he just sumas and there's no there's no khiv to give any money. That's Shah. But the Ramban says that in this passage you see that no means that if a person makes a, if, if Bezin or a king makes a Kherim Sanhedrin or a king makes a Kherim then there's no way to get out of it and if a person violates it he can even be killed we'll see that that's really at the Bazin or the king's discretion we'll see that this week I think but we'll see it next week actually we'll see it this week but it's that at their discretion they, he could be killed so there's so there's different interrelated ideas of cherem. Exactly what cherem is. The Ramban, as i mentioned before, speaks about this at length. So there's the story of Yeshua. He said that everything from all the spoils of Yericho are going to be a cherem. Now let's see what happens. You should know how powerful was the uh, the idea, the concept of cherem. Come and see from Yeshua ben nun. He because Yeshua made a on cherem on on the city and everything that's in the city and it should all be burnt in fire. Period. there was a man named Ochan, son of Karmi, son of Zerach. Ra a He saw the trophim. What a truffim? When we spoke about it in par in Paraglamid vav that Shrofim are a type of, of idols, household idols, we with, 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 with translated as household idols, different types of idols that was used for divination, possibly in the form of a person. Pericular said that it was like the head of a firstborn that you killed and salted it, and, and uh, put some spices in it, and you put a gold piece in it, and then it, it had the ability to tell the future. So Alkhan ben Karmi ben Zerach saw that in Yerika they had Shrofim, there's a casket, of and he saw the casket the silver that people who worship who worshipped the chufim would offer in front of the chufim. There's a dress, it's a of and a cloak that was that was the the, the were dressed in. Ul shain zohav akhad and a golden strip a, a, a golden strip that was inside the mouth of the chufim. So, Achan saw all of this. And he desired them in his heart. And he went and he took them and he hid them inside his tent. That's what Avchan did. He saw these trophim and he was des- he wanted to keep them, so he decided to take. Interestingly, the lashon of the pasuk, the lashon of the pasuk is that it just says that you know, he took he wanted a, zahav, a strip of a strip of of gold. Now, uh, the Radal points out that in all of Tanakh, the word Lashain always means a tongue. It literally means a, a body part of a tongue. In Chazal, we use like the in, in the beginning of El Matthias, the mission in the beginning of El Matthias, El Matthias Shalay, El Matthias Shalay, El Matthias Shalay, El Hakriz, Peres Shal Argaman. Right? What's Lushaina Shal Argaman? So though, that means. Um, What's it called? Wool strips of of that were dyed in purple. But there lashayin l- doesn't mean literally a tongue; it's a borrowed word to mean still uh, cloth strips. But in the in the pasuk by Ahon, it says a tongue. So that when it, and that's the only place in Tanakh where you would where it might seem to say that it means a strip. So the lashayin of a a tongue of gold. So. Radal says that the Medish over here is un- understanding that when it says the midrash understood that it literally means a, a gold tongue. Aye, ah, people's tongues aren't gold. Rather, what it means, a gold tongue, is that it was the tongue inside the truffle, as we said in picking the blizzard paraglamivvah, that they would put a gold plate inside the, the right a certain shame of a sham or a certain shame of a malach, of evil forces, and put it inside the the head. So that's what it's referring to. That's what the Menish had to understand again. In fact, the Razor points out in Menish Tan Khuma when he brings this down, it says, It was a Loshayn tuma But So that's what Achan did. He, he desired this trough him and he, he stole it, basically. Now, before we just we get on to going right to exactly what happened in the story, it's an interesting thing that the Radal points out. The radal asks the We're going to see later on in the story that what happens is that all these things get burnt; they're destroyed through fire. With uh, as as well as Ochan himself is going to be burnt in the fire. Yeah. so the, the the question of the radal is like this: Chere means that it's Kodesh la Hashem, right? So if it means that it's Qadish la Hashem, so how can you burn these things? It's it's Kaddish". it belongs to it, it, Or it or belongs to Kehaman; it's Hekdashul. How can it be that we're going to burn these all these things that the that stole? That's the Radal's kasha. So Radal answers like this. The Radal says that well, the Medish defines exactly what the things were. It was truffin. And truffin is a form of a And There's a separate halacha that a is already Asr Bahana. You're not allowed to derive benefit from it. So if it's already Asr Bahana, then the Kherim that, that made it like it's is not going to is not going to be effective on top of the Isra of the Vayner So that's why, at the end of the day, we're going to burn all of it. That, that's what the Radal says. Now, to me, it's a bit problematic, what the Radal is saying, because then it comes out, according to the Radal, then the wasn't didn't violate any Kherim, because the Kherim wasn't effective on these things. So I, so, I mean, we're trying to bring this whole story as a proof to the power of Kherim, yet... According to the Rata, this has nothing to do with This has to do with the Isra Hanal of Avaydazara, which is a separate Isra. So, wh- what's happening over here? So, I-, I was thinking of two things, and now, as I'm talking, maybe a, a-, a third Mahalch could be that the the the, the-, the is sort of saying like Mimanavshach, like uh, however you're going to look at it, Achan did something wrong. Either he he violated the Isra Hanal of Avaydazara. Right? And then in that case He wasn't over the harem You're right Or you would say that No, he was over the harem But he wasn't necessarily Over Israel or Not of a like Somehow If you want to consider it a czar, It could be a shadow How to consider it Maybe it's not necessarily mamish of Avadah Zara of Avadah am not sure It's not clear exactly What the status of these things would be The other the other, the other, other approach I would say Is that In general We say there's a Klaal ain't isr. one prohibition can't come on top of another prohibition a pre-existing prohibition right? so if this thing is already ulcer to him, it's pro- prohibited to him because of a zara. so then how can the kharim come on top of it? so honestly maybe the kharim could come on top of it because because there's a rule that isra khalal if the second isr is more khamur so here the kharim could get you misa he could give him the death penalty, so maybe that it could be khal. Or maybe because it was Isra Maisif, that the Isra of the Khairim was not only applicable to these objects, but to all the objects in general. So there's a claw that, even though Enes a khalal Isra, but Isra, Maisif, if the Isra if the second prohibition is applicable to more things than the first one, so then the second prohibition will also be chal. So it, it could be that the cherem was just not necessarily... Could be the, 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 there's two points to the chaim. This, uh, this is a third approach. There's two points to the chaim. One point is you're not supposed to get hanorah from it, and one point is that it's kodesh Lashem So could be the fact that it's kodesh Lashem that wasn't applicable over here because it was of a desire But the fact that you're not supposed to get benefit from it that's still applied. Okay, I'm not sure exactly how to look at it. Okay, either way. So what happens? It says the magid Valmar maal shem maal <laughs> shisha u'shleishim tzadikim. Because of this, um, how would we uh, translate the mall Because of this um, rebellion, infraction. Uh,
1: mall is the mm, misuse. What? Is the what? Misuse. Mis- misuse. Of the how, how does, that the so how, does the, how does how does art scroll
0: translate the? Uh,
1: place, Really? No I don't know where Me'ila is Where
0: you going? Not Me'ila, but... It's about It's about No, no, it's Yeah By the Arachim, no? That's the By, 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 uh, what's it called? It's it says right. So, the art scroll translates it as And commit a trespass against him So, Mo'al, okay fine So this, whatever, this trespassing This rebellion, like a sort of rebellion. Because of this, uh, what was it? This trespass that he committed. So 36 people, Sadiqim, died because of him. The first battle was the Battle of Yericho, and Achan stole the spoils from the Battle of Yericho, or some of the spoils from the Battle of Yericho, and he hid it and he put it inside his tent. Then afterwards, came the Battle of Ai they still went to go capture the city of Ai and in that in that battle they were not as successful as they were in Yuri in Yerisha, nobody died and they were able to conquer the city very easily by Ai, 36 people died and the message says that because Ahan did this tra- tra- trans- tra- what was it tra- trespassing so therefore 36 tzaddikim died because of Ahan. You might be familiar a little bit with this. The Gemara says that it wasn't the Gemara brings machlekes. Was it who what what really happened over here? One opinion the Gemara says that it wasn't really 36 people that died. Really, it was one person who died. Yair ben Menashe really died, and he. What, why does the pasuk say And I ish like 36 people. Wasn't it kishleishem ish like 36? So the Gemara says because Yair ben Menashe was like thirty-six people, which is half of Sanhedrin, that he was equal to half of the Sanhedrin. That's how chashav he was, and because of the aver uh, of Achan that he was by Hektish, so the kaiyosal got a that Yair ben Menashe died. That's one opinion in the Gemara. The other opinion in the Gemara is no. It literally means thirty-six people died. Like like like, our seems to be saying yes, thirty-six people literally died. And then the question is, okay, so why does it say like 36 people? It should say 36. Why is it like 36? So the Buddha wants to say that like 36 means like 36 people that are like 36 that are like the concept of 36 tzaddikim, something like that. But I found the Radak says that, the Radak on that Postle can say for Yeshua, he said that the chaf the in that Postle is chaf hashur. Meaning, you would read you would it like, mishisha means like the amount of like like that amount, like that sheer. Okay. But, so they didn't know what happened. They were, you know, this is considered a tragedy. Thirty-six people died in battle. Usually, Yisrael is much more uh, successful than that. Yeshua begodok. went and he tore his clothes of and he fell with his face on the ground, with in Hashem, in front of the Ark of the Covenant of Hashem. and he requested tshuva The Radal says that what it means is that he dive into Hashem, that Hashem should accept their tshuva. he was chuva they, they were doing tshuva because they realized that some clients must have done something wrong collectively, so they were all doing chuva. Bnei Yisrael said, "Kadish and Kadish Baruch was appeased by them. The loi, and he said, V'omer loi, I guess V'omer loi, and Hashem said to him, Yeshua, Yeshua. Bnei Yisrael had trespassed the cherem. Shinamarat says the puzzle: Chata Bnei Yisrael had trespassed the cherem, and that's why they got punished. That 36 people, or Yair ben Menashe, died. So now you're, you're Yeshua's job to go and be, mis- go and fix this avera that Achan had committed. No one knew who did it, right? Because he took it and he hid it in his tent, and no one knew what happened, right? So Yeshua going to try to figure out what happened. He went into this twelve stones of the keren gadol, right? On the choshen, there's twelve stones, one for each Shevet. Masar Shvatim, which those twelve stones are correspond to the twelve tribes of Bnei Israel. B'chol Shevet Mitzvah and every Shevet of Bnei Israel that had Mitzvah in its hands, that they were worthy, they were they were considered Mitzvah they were considered, you know, on um, Hashem's good side. So the light of the of the stone that corresponded to that Shevet would light up. And every Shevet that had in its hands an Avera That had some sort of sin Then its light didn't light up And through that, Yeshua was able to find out That Shevet Yehuda was the offending tribe That's how he figured it out Because Shevet Yehuda's light wasn't lit up on the Choreshen So Yeshua figured out Okay, Yehuda was the one that would trans. trans- that trespassed they the the khirin. Fine. So now we narrowed it down to Yehuda. Okay, fine. We, we still have to fix it up. We have to figure out who did it, right? Vehipil Gerales and Yeshua cast lots. and Ochan was nilkad. He was caught. Lochad means literally means captured or caught. Ochan was caught. remember bi ben Karmi. ben Karmi was caught. Uh, so over here, the the manager seems to be saying that to to narrow down which shave they used the Haihan. to narrow down who it was, they used lottery. they used they took lots. The radak, and Sefer say Yeshua says like maybe it could be is another step. and could be it's he's maybe arguing on what we're saying. The radak says that no, what happened was they would pass them in front pass people in front of the urn. In front of the ark And whoever would be Captured by the ark That he wasn't able to move He was rendered immobile So that We knew that That person is guilty So It could, could be that To, de- to determine the shavit That was with the choshen And then to determine The individual Or the, maybe the family That was Could be the family Was with lots And then the individual himself
1: Was with this With this orange stick I don't know what the choshen is for All the time But it's not like it's not just to determine who is from who's Shabbat, it's, it's supposed to the Kong will ask you questions. Yes, I don't know how it would answer, but it's money they didn't use it to ask this question, they used lots, right? It, or,
0: or there's some sort of combination of, yeah. of, yeah. of mm-hmm. Choshen and lots, right. or Choshen and it's the, the Oran, they couldn't just use the Choshen. Oh, so the Radal asks this question. In Hesophus and Oisid I wasn't planning on saying it over, therefore I don't have the answer off the top of my tongue. But the Radal does ask. the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So the, but the Radal asks, why didn't they use the Orm of the Choshin to, to figure out exactly the, the tribe, the family, the individual? Why did they have to use different implements? Fight. Lokach Yeshua's a Vasakasab. Fight, so they figured out that it was Ochan who stole the stuff. Lokach Yeshua's Ochan, Yeshua took Ochan. The person, Ves kesef, And the silver, Ves adares And the cloak, Ves And the strip of gold Ves bonov, and his sons, Ves and his daughters Ves Kol and everything that he owned Ves HaLom emek Achor And he put them up in the valley of Achor Which also the word Achor means disgusting or dirty Right, so it's like a little play on words of it And it says in the Pasuk Okay, and, and they got punished with it. We're gonna see what exactly the punishment was. But at this point the manish is interjecting by asking a question. But what is that? The manish asked, Sim says the <laughs> apostle. Fathers shouldn't be killed over the sons of over the sins of their sons. Upon him and sons shouldn't be killed over the sins of their fathers. Im Kain so if that's true, so then these people, the sons and daughters of Ochan, why were they killed? Ochan was the one who did the Vera, why should his children be killed as well? Rather, the reason why they got punished is because they knew about the matter and they didn't say anything. Ah, maybe that's the shot I'm just thinking, earlier we said the line that Kol dea magid. the kherim comes and destroys him. It could be that that's what this is going on. Uh-huh. It's going on this. That not only does the cherem destroy the, the offender, but it also destroys anyone who knew that he offended, trespassed the cherem, and didn't say anything about it. It's ah, that's a very good shot. Uh, uh, Collective responsibility.
1: In your housing, a, uh, um,
0: harbor, harbor aiding harbor, and harboring uh, a fugitive. Harboring, yeah. Aiding and abetting. There you go. Aiding Okay. Says the Medrash, what was was their punishment? Skolom bo'avonim He They stoned them with with rocks, with stones, and he burnt them. The the Radal explains, it says in the Apostlech, V'yisrifo and V'yiskolu, that they burnt them and they stoned them. So the Medrash over here, and the Radal says that that it's more like this also in Targum Yenison, on that Apostlech in Yeshua, that... With, even though the Pasek says they burnt them and then it says and they, and they stoned them Really the order was the opposite. It's, really they first stoned them and then they burnt them
1: Sreifa so does not mean here I mean, You
0: mean, the, 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 you yeah. wonder if Sreifa means The, the usual Sreifa which means pouring molten lead down by, their throat straf- Or the Sreifa mean they were thrown into a fire? I don't know. That's is a good it. question I didn't see anyone that talks about it. Actually, I mean, the Yonason uh, translates Vayusufu as Yashain Benura, and they burnt them in a fire. Basar after the ragmiu the Bavanaya, after they stoned them with stones. So that, uh, that sounds like that sounds like Pashupshadim that they threw them into a fire. But the point is that the Tagm and the Medrash are saying that first they stoned them and then they put them in the fire. Even though, literally, if you look at the Pesukim, it says they put them in the fire first But they're, they're, they're taking a nail as fine So they did these two things, they burned them, and they gave them, they stoned them, and they gave them a fire. Now interestingly, the Ramban in Mishvitei al The Ramban writes that when a Melech or a Sanhedrin is putting somebody to death for violating a Cherem so it's at the Melech or the Sanhedrin's discretion exactly which type of death to give them uh-huh. you, know, you could give them whatever, you, whatever type of death you want
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now over here, it's interesting, it seems like they gave, they gave them two types of death Skelah and then yeah, I mean, you have to know because which one killed them? Did they, <laughs> if, if the Skelah already killed them, then the Shreifah is sort of superfluous if the Skila didn't kill them, so then some, they just had rocks thrown at them and they were really killed with Straifa. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not sure exactly how it worked, but. But the Vedesh over here asks, I'm I'm skila If they're going to kill Mustraifa, then why do they also have to do Skila? If they're going to kill Mustraifa, why do they also have to do Straifa? Why both? Why two? So the brings the Gemara and Sanhedrin, the Gemara asks this question as well. The Gemara answers: Haroel <laughs> That which can be burnt was burnt, meaning the gold, the silver, clothing, whatever that was burnt. And the people, people who get skila, the animals and the people or whatever. So the the, the, the Gemara understood that the skila and the esreveva were going on two different elements. What's going on? What's fitting to get skila? And what's fitting to get scrape up? You hear the manager saying, "No, they both got everyone got skill and everyone got scrape Why both?" Says manager, "Skila, the people with ochan got skila because they knew about the matter and they didn't say anything." And they got skilaw because they knew about the matter and they didn't say anything. They got up because it was their fault that thirty-six tadikim were killed. And the gemara, the Mandush brings that pasuk again for some reason. And then the radal says that at this point in the medrash, it sounds like we're talking about the other people, not Ochan himself. It's like
1: the other yeah, people, the, the children. Right. Just, no. just, we're just asking about. Wasn't the, that the question? Wasn't the question just on the children? Well, that was that no. question, and now and the,
0: and then we and then we're saying that they they got Skila and Srefa. And they were asking why both. And that also about yeah, so we're, we're still talking. A right. So, so the Radal says that also he makes that point. He Yeah, we're also talking about Achan, but the but the Medish is saying speaking in out as if we're only talking about uh, his kids because that's what we were
1: talking about before. Which is interesting. That we're also talking about Achan. Achan was did the Avera. Yeah. But we're doing doing these things on the on the Avera of the Yaladim. They're they're getting these the fact that they did Ela yeah. al Shiyadu they also get skill and strength up. Right. It's not right. It's not on Achan's Avera. Right. That gets something. But the fact that they, they knew what they didn't say right. that's um, then on Two accounts. Right. In fact that yeah. They were meaning they were also the cause of the yeshisha of Shloshin at
0: Sadikim. Right. To, to die and for the Khayah as well. Says in Arish, Because Ochan gave Hidoya to Hashem, the word Hidoa can mean one of two things. It can mean thanks and it can also mean an admission. Vidui, toida, moida—it's all from the same church right? So um, it's not clear exactly what it means over here. Because Achan thanked Hashem that he was being killed, or because Achan did vidui, he admitted his sin before he was being killed. He has a chelik in elam says in the pasuk, Hashem by Hazeh." Hashem has <laughs> made you dirty on this day. Hazeh ata On this day, you're dirty. But you're not considered dirty for Olam Haba Therefore you're considered like your Ben Olam Haba the, 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 the Apostle says That Hashem returned from his anger He doesn't say <laughs> that, he, that he wasn't angry on Yisrael anymore It means that he wasn't angry at all See even against Ochan Hashem was no longer angry uh, ochon did chuba Before he died He admitted his sin I mean that, the truth is That the Halacha is in Saner, When Sanhedrin says that any person who dies, who's getting killed with misas bezden, before he gets killed, he has to do vidui. He has to admit his sin. Mm-hmm. So okay. So Aharon admitted his sin before he died. Therefore, he he, he didn't lose his khilik in al haba. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get to the next story, there's an interesting point that, I mean, I th- I thought this was interesting. It comes up. As I mentioned, I mentioned in the, um, in the introduction here to Pirkei Debliezer that our Pirkei is not necessarily complete and we find in Rishaynam that they quote things in the name of Pirkei Debliezer that we don't have Our Pirkei Debliezer ends in Pirkei like after the story of, of the death of, of, the, of Miriam saying I mean, that's where it ended but it could be that Rishonim had a longer pericadim There were more pieces in their pericadim Or it could be that just like There were things that are missing from what we have that other, other Rishonim had But there's a piece that's brought down Instead for a machim or a They bring down the name of pericadim li'ezer a, 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 a piece about Yeshua that, I mean not necessarily about Yeshua, but they bring about tefillah of Aleinu Aleinu Shabekh, every day Right? Three times a day at least uh Alena says that Alenah has a big to Hashem, it's a big praise of Hashem, and therefore you're supposed to say standing up. So why do we stand when we say Elena's? Because the called by another Rishan And bring down the name of Pirkadebelyazer that it says that because Alano is a great praise, you're supposed to stand up. That's
1: the source? That's the source. That we don't have anymore?
0: Yeah, we don't we don't have that Pirkadebelyazer. But wow. they bring in the name of Pikadeliaza. Wow. Cool. Now they also bring down, and this is a, this there's an earlier source for it. It's brought from Rav Haigoyen. Rav Haigoyen writes that Yeshua ben Nun, he was the one who instituted the tefillah of Aleinu. Yeshua ben Nun wrote Aleinu. At the time that Bnei Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael, so he wrote Aleinu as a tefillah to uh, to delineate the difference between B'nai Yisrael and the Ummah Sa'olem that lived there B'nai Yisrael is different than the Goyim in the, the Eretz Yisrael well or whatever so people necessarily won't influence or they won't be assimilated or something like that that's what the Rav Haigain says other Yisraelim say that Yeshua instituted the Tefillah of Aleinu after the great victory of Yerichah the first victory over there and interesting, the Rekayach and other Rishonim bring down, the Kolboy, they bring down that Yeshua actually hinted to his authorship of Aleinu L'Shabayach in the words of the Tefillah. Here. If you look at the Tefillah um, of Aleinu, Aleinu because you look at Aleinu L'Shabayach, it says, Aleinu it says the name of Yeshua, or at least Yeshua's old name, Yeshaya. It says it backwards. It Says uh, if we if we take the first letter of each sentence, Ayin, Ayin for Aleinu. Next sentence. Okay. Now the the, 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 the the question is that how do you break up the sentences? But yeah, Ayin for Aleno, Shin for uh, some mm-hmm. chalkeinu or shalai, uh, some mm-hmm. chalkeinu, and then vav for anachnu kairim, and then hey for hu elekenu, enoid hey so so that those roshatevas backwards spell out Hoshea, the name of Yeshua. So Yeshua's, and then one of them, we him. Sidr uh, Reb This brought in the Rikech The Sidr Reb Was the Talmud of the Rikech He says that Yeshua did it backwards And in this like hinted way Because it was a big honor. He you don't want to say it out straight out Yeah, fine this is, But this is the interesting part The interesting part is We have a Kabbalah From the Seder Ha'yayim Who was one of the Mekubalim of Tzfas Talmud of And the Megala Bukhais was one of the earliest Mekubalim in Ashkenaz Also from the... Not from the direct Talmidim of the Rizal, but he had access to the Kisari area or whatever. They both write that the second part, Al the al Al-kein-ne-kavel, Alkein the Kavelacha, was written by Ochan, because al the Kavel is Teva's Ochan, Ochan. So it's very interesting that the that that, that they say that because. The theme of Al Qaeda is that you're you're davening, we're we're praying, we're hoping for a day that Avoidazar is gonna be taken out of the world. Al Khana Kavalkhailulim in the Valilim Khari Kharasan, the Sham is gonna cut off the Elili and Avoid right? All these things. And what was Ochan Zavera that he would that he desired these trophim that he stole? So 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 we know that Achan did Shumma then. According to the Medrash over here, al the Tshuva And that's why he, was, he got his Chilik in Elam Habba, etc. So it makes sense that, what would his Tshuva be? His Tshuva would be that now he wants to dominate for the destruction of Avayda His hate was that he took Avayda And now al the Kabbalah to a time when there's not going to be no I thought that was an interesting point, And of course all of this is not in Perkut Because we don't have that Perkut of that the Kolvay brings Just You said three
1: people, just and uh, originally, things, the, or the Kolbo,
0: the Kolbo, and the Sefer Hamachkim, who was like Rabbi Yudah ben Nassin or something—I don't write down his name. Uh, yeah, and Orchesheim, which was Orchesheim and the Kolbo are very similar svarim. Mm. Some people say that the, the Kolbo or the Orchesheim was written by the same person, and one is an abbreviated form of the other. There's some interesting theories. We don't know who wrote the Kolbo. That's the problem. Orchesheim is Rabbi Aaron Milunil. And the Kobo, we don't know who wrote it. So people say, some people say it was the same person. Some people like mm. different theories about. It. That's the story of Ochan. And there's one more thing I wanted to say. I just can't remember what it was. So I guess I won't say.
1: Alaino,
0: that's very. very you're sure wrote yeah, you you the, 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 the you're sure wrote eleno That's like. The, that's more. Th- yeah, that's more known. I mean, I think new. my father told me when I was a little kid. But
1: it's known. Only from these were shown Yeah, and the source right. was possibly the the No,
0: yeah, yeah, I no. But I, I, well, I guess I wasn't so clear. No, the, the idea of standing for a Aleinu because it's a special shach for Hashem that comes that supposedly comes with perkeid as a That supposedly it does. Uh, just we don't have it. Uh, the other parts was just know. that was the continuation. Why did the couple say after he said you should stand? Said so that Yeshua wrote it or whatever. But the, I was just. Adding at the end, and this idea that Ochan wrote Alkinekavalecha makes a lot of sense in the light of what we're saying over here about Ochan. I'll show you to do one more story here. You should know how great is the power of a You should come and see from the Shvat. Oh, this is in the Sefer Shvatem in the end, towards the end of the Book of Judges. So there's a story called Pileges Begiva, which is a very dirty disgusting story we'll just say it over very Biitser there was once a guy I believe he was a levy and he was with his concubine and they were hanging out they were visiting somewhere in in the, in the one a city in the place of Binyamin, and the people of benyamin surrounded the house in a sodomistic way and they said that we want to know the guy and they, and they said no so instead he sent out his concubine and they had their way with the concubine the whole night all, all the people in the city, and then they left her out to die in the morning. And then he found her in the morning, brought her back home, and she was dead. And cut her up into twelve pieces, sent the twelve pieces all over to Benayiswal, saying, "Like, look at what people of Sheva Binyamin did." hey okay? So that aroused the zeal and the anger of all of Kallah Come and see from the Shvatim that they were zealous about the Znus, about the, the sensuous or the promiscuous acts of the Shevet of the tribe of Binyamin Baruch <inaudible> Sham Hashem said to them or Hashem said at least Himself "Kinesem al Znus Shevet Benjamin, You were zealous about the Znus of Shevet Benjamin. and you were zealous about the story of Pesel Micha, which in the end of Sefer Shertim the two stories are juxtaposed right after it talks about Pilagish Bikiva, it talks about the story of Pesel Micha." Although it could be the opposite way, I don't remember which way it goes. But the point is that the, the Losh the Gemara and the Sanhedrin and the Kuvkimel is that you were you didn't protest my covenant. So all the Shvatim, they decided that they're going to do war, they're going to make a war against Shevet Pinyamin because you no, know, this can't go on. Shevet Pinyamin can't act like this, doing these very bad immoral deeds we're gonna go we're gonna fight Sheveth Binyamin and Hashem is saying you wanna fight Sheveth Binyamin for doing immoral deeds but you don't care about the fact that let's say Don has this whole Pasal over there and you didn't do anything about that B'fichach says the just therefore Hashem gave them a special einish therefore when the B'nei gathered together to go fight Binyamin B'nei Sheveth Binyamin which was a small Shavit, compared to all the other Shotim united against them, was able to kill people from them the first time and the second time. The word Shlishis is in parentheses by me. Not by me. Not by you. It, well, it. Ushlishis. Ushlishis. The Yalkut says Shlishis, but the Ratal says that it's a mistake because the, the third time uh, they, they actually were more successful against Benyamin. Okay, it, it could be that because. The Marzu also asks this question. And he says that, that, we sh- that you should keep the word Shlishis in. Because even though, in the third time, they were successful against Binyamin, Binyamin was still able to kill people from B'nai Yisrael Even though they were greatly outnumbered. So it was the Oynesh that Hashem allowed. For the other shvatim to be ki- people from the other shvatim to be killed, even though they were making a machah against Pinamim, because they were only mecha for 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 viddam, but they weren't mecha al- kveidah makim. And of course, the law points out that it, it's not like they were chayiv misa meikra din, because meikra din, the, the deeds that they the, the it was immoral and it wasn't nice what they did, but it wasn't technically illegal or wasn't technically something that you should be chayiv misa for. So, like it was, it was really a kina, like the lashon of the maggid the they, they were zealous. It wasn't that they were trying to carry out what the you know the letter of the law. Another point is that I found the maggid. I just saw this this morning. Tana de'Veil Yo Rabba Aleph. It says over there a slightly different, um, a slightly different taina, a slightly different um, reason why Hashem was angry with the other shvatim. Basically The Manish over there In Says that Hashem had a Had a Had a Claim against B'nai Israel, against the elders of B'nai Israel collectively, that you know, when they came into to Israel and they settled the land, so they didn't send the Sanhedrin didn't send out people to teach people how to live the land, how to live with their Eretz. They just let people go, and each person made his own peace, and, and, and he lived on his place, and lives in his place, and nobody tried to like give a general direction, a general you know course in 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 Derek Eretz. So because of that. The elders of Bnei Yisrael, the Sanhedrin, were somewhat guilty, so Hashem allowed the union of Bnei Yisrael. They were trying to stand up against Pinamim to get to get killed. So they were getting killed. They were getting creamed by Shevet Pinamim, who was outnumbered by them. So obviously it was miraculous and they realized that they were doing something wrong. Until they all went and they felt their faces fell in front of the, on the floor in front of the covenant of the, the Ark of the Covenant of Hashem. And they did a great repentance for their averas. And they made a a gathering and they were going to say, everyone should get together. We're going to do tshuva collectively. And then we're going to go out and fight Binyamin and Mamish, decimate them. And they made a chayam that all of Bnei Yisrael should gather it up and join together with them and to go fight Binyamin. And they made a shvua, an oath, from the youngest person to the oldest person. Everyone has to be present in this war against Binyamin. Shemad says the pasuk says shvua ha the great shvua. And the Medrash asked, Was it really an oath that all of Bnei Yisrael made? It took an oath, they all, you know, they took a Sefer terra and they put their right hand up and made it, they really, literally swore? Rather, no, it wasn't literally that each person swore. Rather, the herem that they made, that everyone should do it together, the, the, the elders of Bnei Yisrael, or the or whatever, got together and they made this cheirem. When the Ramban of Nishvitei brings it down, he says that, that Pinchas bin Elazar, who was the leader at this time, he made the cherem so they made, they made a cherem and the, man, the pastor calls it a shvua but it was really what we call a cherem that the, 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 the melech or the Sanhedrin can impose the cherem on other people and the manager ends off and says <laughs> the people of Yavish Gilad did not come up to this gathering to go in Benjamin. And they didn't join with them and the people of Yomish Gilad were obligated to be killed because the people of Yomish Gilad didn't come they all they, they they shall surely die and they went out after the afterwards they went and killed all the people of Yomish Gilad because they didn't come to this so they they so you see how powerful the Kerem is the Kerem said everyone should come so we could fight Ben and the people of Yomish Gilad did not come to fight Benyamin. So the Chayim obligated them Misa, the Misa. They were obligated with the capital punishment, death penalty. And the city, they were, the Jews went and they fought Yavishkila, the Jews fighting Jews. But that's what it was. When you don't listen to the Be- Beis you don't listen to the Nalaf One more point. Well, basically, we're going to stop over here. Just one more point I wanted to say um, from the Ramban. In the, in the end of Vayik, Sefer Vayik and the parshas Bukosay, so when you talk to the Kherim over there, so it makes another point that has to do with Kherim in Sefer Sheftim Yesterday we read in the Haftarah of Parshas Chukas. We read the story of Yiftach when Yiftach went to go fight Ammon. So towards the end of the Haftarah, so Yiftach makes a makes a shvur, makes a makes an oath. The lashon is v'ha'yayyehseh basically, that which comes out of the door of my house to greet me when I come back from fighting B'nai Ammon peacefully, it will be la Hashem as a oil, it will be a Hashem, a kurban oil. And tragically, we know what happened was that when Yiftach was successful in his war with Amon and he went and he won and he came back home, the first thing that came out of the door of his house was his daughter. Right? So this all shows what happened with his daughter. His daughter became a so the pasuk basically says his daughter became a oila. His daughter was was an oila. What what happened exactly? Did, did they actually kill her as a carbon? Did they leave her alone on a mountain, secluded in some sort of like monastery or nunnery, something like that? Ramban is vehement that they didn't actually kill her. There are other mishnayim and other midrashim that sound like they actually did kill her. But the point is that there was some sort of Havamina that she, that she was supposed to be a carbon oila. And the the even says that there's a that really it was Pinchas that killed her, because Pinchas should have told Yiftach that, 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 that he didn't have a real nether. That the nether wasn't was chal or whatever. And the question is like, what was the havamina? We don't find anywhere in the Torah that there's such a thing as making a person into a in oila. You don't have such a crack, You don't. You can't do such a thing. So why would Yiftach even think that she should be an oila? Like, what was the havamina? B'chol. So Rampan says. Beautiful, based on, on on this idea of a cherem, that a, a king or a Sanhedrin can impose the idea of a cherem on other people. It can, it's a new halacha. A king can make some, make a new sir I I I, the king of Israel, say that if you push this button on the remote control, you're of misa. I could do that because I have the right. Sanhedrin says if you push the button, you're of misa because you violated the harem of, of the Sanhedrin and the cherem of the king. Uh, and so so, so you thought the that because, because I'm talk. the king or I'm like the sheikh and I'm the leader, so therefore if I say that whatever comes out of my house is going to be an oilah, so then even though it was a, a, a person and a person can't be a carbon oylah but the word of a king is stronger. It's like a kharem, so maybe it should work. The rabbi that that was the halacha that it should work.
1: The I saw that it was the erich. You take the erich and give them of the girl. Yeah. I just bought it and, give the, the and give the money to the basement. Where's the Riven? I just saw the artist Pro brought it. I think it was the Riven. The, 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 the artist who oh. brought it down the, the, at the bottom of the other. Alright, I think we'll stop over here. Subscribe for coming. Great, thank you